Good afternoon, all you beautiful and kinky people. This is Crystal, your favorite kink podcaster. Hope everyone is having a wonderful day. It is Sunday, and unfortunately, I have to go to work tonight. So, I'm trying to squeeze this in. This episode. Um... Hopefully everyone had a good weekend, a safe weekend. Mine went by way too quickly. <laughs> so, but with that being said, today's episode is going to be collars and where do they go when they are retired. <clears throat> Some people might be like, well, how can collars retire if you collar someone it's permanent, this and that. Eh, that's not always the case, although that is the intention, that's not always the case. Just like any dynamic or any relationship, some things come to an end, unfortunately. Some things just don't work out. So if someone collars someone and later on down the line they don't work out, you're obviously not going to look for a new dynamic or a new relationship with someone else's collar. You know, that's just <laughs> no go. So, um, when you collar someone, it's a type of ownership. And if you no longer have that ownership... Um, I thought I heard my cat. Sorry. If you no longer have that ownership, you're no longer claimed. You know, then that just goes to show you that, uh, well, it's time to take off the collar. I'm not owned. I'm not going to represent as if I am. You know, even if you love the collar, it. It's almost like having someone's wedding ring. You get a divorce, you know, or you separate. You're not going to want to wear that wedding ring. Even though as pretty as it is, it's going to bring back bad memories. Why? The relationship didn't work out. You know, you don't need that burden or that stress. So you either put it aside, get rid of it, give it back to your ex, or... In some cases, you pawn it off, right? So, I'm not speaking from experience when it comes to marriages. I've never been married yet. I, I'm hopeful that eventually I, I would have a master that would want to marry me. But that's further down the line and stuff like that. Um, but first, he would have to collar me. You know, so I take collars very seriously um, because of the meaning behind it. So, excuse me. Now, just a heads up. Like I said, collars to me are just as important as wedding rings, if not more so, especially in this type of lifestyle. So, if you're interested in a woman or a man, 
you know, depending on your roles, in their roles. If you're interested in someone and you want to be with them long term and you know that's what they want, Uh, how do I say this? If you're interested but have no intention of collaring them, don't bother. God bless you. My kitty just sneezed. <laughs> so, but yeah, don't bother getting involved in a relationship with someone that, you know, with a submissive. Regardless of sex, um, because of the fact is they eventually want to be collared. That's their goal, especially if they're looking for something long term. If they're submissive, they want to show everyone, you know, that they have someone by their side, that they have someone that claims them, that adores them, that loves them. And this is their way of showing that. That, listen, this person's mine now. I got this person. And even in poly relationships, if that person, you know, claims them, they're going to want to collar them because they love them enough to collar them. It is extremely important. And they could have two, three different women or men collared. And to them, you know... Being that they know what a poly relationship is, is what their poly relationship is with one another and what their poly relationship is with their sir, their daddy, their master. And knowing that that person collar them, they're not going to want to be in a dynamic where they have a master or a sir or a daddy that isn't ready to collar them. And I'm not saying you have to be ready off the back. Sometimes some people takes it to the extreme where they make them wait for months, you know, years, just like you would a wedding ring because it's not a small thing. It's huge. My cat is making humongous noise in the background. He's locked out trying to get out. I mean, he's locked in a room because he wouldn't leave my other cat alone. So let me let him out first so he can just do his thing. You better behave. And I think I'm going to lock myself and the other cat in with me. No, and he's trying to get in. You had the rest of the house to be a pain in the butt. Now, knowing my luck, watch my other cat try to go out. Because... <laughs> The little kitten, he can be a terror at times. He's my little Tasmanian devil. So, I just had... Okay. So, anyways, where was I? Um, oh, yeah. Some people takes it to the extreme where it's years before they collar on. But, at least, that's the goal. They want to make sure before they collar someone that this is legit, this is real, and it's everlasting it you know it they want to make sure it's going to work out before they color someone um you know and I understand that completely and then you have some that colors them right away because they want to make sure you know we might not be together for a long time but I want everyone to know you're still owned 
so they, you know, everyone has their own way of doing it. There's no right or wrong way. But if you have no intention of collaring your submissive or slave, then don't bother because, you know, unless you talk it over with them and they're okay with never being collared because if, you know, they see that, oh, he knows I'm looking for long term, you know, so eventually if things work out, hopefully I'll get collared. And if he or she has no intention of ever coloring you, then you're wasting your time. You know, you might as well just give up and be like, you know, you're going to be very disappointed. Excuse me. So, you know, and it's going to hurt. Um, I speak a little experience regarding that because like uh, my master um we had a temporary collar you know because we thought he thought he could get a collar quick and easy when when we meet up when we met up and it didn't turn out that way so he gave me a temporary collar you know just for the meantime, until eventually he'll get me, um, you know, a permanent collar. But this was like almost a half a year gone by, and I still haven't received a permanent collar. And me and him talked about it, and I brought it up to him, you know, because we, we were talking about something I can't remember, and I mentioned it. And he claims that he'd forgotten this and that. But now I feel like I can't have a collar with him. Not that he doesn't want to collar me per se. But now I feel like I'm forcing his hand. He feels obligated. You know, and I don't like that feeling. So I told him that even if he were to collar me now... I don't think I could accept it because of the fact I feel like, you know, I forced his hand and I don't want that. If someone's going to collar me, I want them to feel sincere and this and that. And I'm not saying he wouldn't be sincere, but I'm going to have it in the back of my mind that he's not because I forced his hand. He wouldn't have collared me if I didn't bring it up. You know what I'm saying? So it it can be painful and hurtful and it makes you doubt your whole dynamic and that's no good. Um, you know, and I even told my master, you know, because of this, I can't, I don't know if I could relocate now, you know, because if he's not willing to risk collaring me, I'm not risking my whole life to just pick up, leave, and relocate for for something that might just be a maybe. And and that hurts because, don't get me wrong, I love my master. And I know he loves me. I know he does. Um, He might not be one of your, you know, romantic 24-7 guys or whatever. But he does show me that he loves me. He tells me, you know, all the time. And I know he shows me 
when it's important, when it's really important, like if I feel neglected or if I'm upset and he's available, he tries to call me right away because he doesn't like to see me upset. So, in you know, in some ways, he, he shows me in his own way that he does love me. So that's why, um, so right now I'm waiting for his decision on whether we continue as we are, we end things, um, you know, I'm waiting on his decision. I know he'll do what he feels is best. Uh, so it's just, it's hard. Um, again, I love my master. I know he loves me. Um, if he, you know, if he doesn't end it, this, I'll just see this as a major obstacle. And I'm sure if we continue on and continue strong, that will overcome this. And if he does end it, then I know that we just weren't meant to be. It's just, it is how it is, you know, and I hate saying that, but it's, it's the truth, you know. So we weren't strong enough to overcome this obstacle and eventually we'll move on. And hopefully find someone that we are meant to be with. So it could go both ways. So let's see what happens. I will obviously keep you guys posted on my situation, of course. So. And that's another thing. If you have no intention of calling someone. Do not expect them to relocate. Because why would they change their whole life for you when you can't even color them to show them that this is a permanent thing? To show them your intentions, to show them, listen, you know, you're mine. I want you here. I'm coloring you. So you remember that. So you know this is where you belong. And I'm just waiting until you can relocate, you know. So, you know, if you expect someone to relocate to you, make sure you're willing to call them. Because just in any relationship, it takes two to tingle. You know, in each dynamic, you give and you take. Everyone gets something out of it. Um, it's a power exchange, you know. Just like a lot of submissive slaves, they get out of pleasing the master or sir or daddy or mommy, mistress, whoever. They get pride, you know, when they do something for them. In return, they get taken care of. And, you know, the master, mistress, daddy, mommy, you know, sir, madam, whatever your role, they do it, whatever their role, they do it in their own way to show you that they appreciate you. You know, you're such a good girl. You're such a good boy. They reward you or they might surprise you with this, this, and this. You know, um, in return, you get that happy feeling that you pleased that person, that you did this and they were ecstatic, they were happy. You know, um, that's what I get when I do something in I see that my master's proud of me 
he calls me, you know, I'm a good girl and he loves me. And it makes me feel an emotion so strong that my heart aches and not in a bad way. It just, it fills me up with this pride, this joy, this full of love that I never felt before. So it's, it's strong and it's amazing at the same time. So, you know, so we get, so that's what I get out of the dynamic. He's a sadist. I don't like pain, but he does it anyways. That's who he is. I accepted who he is, what he is. So I, you know, submit to him and have him do these things to me. You know, although I'm in pain, you know, he's getting what he loves and that's being a sadistic man. But at the end of the day, I'm getting something in return because he gives me the aftercare that I need, the reassurance that he loves me, that I'm such a good girl, that I pleased him, and and he couldn't be more prouder. And that means a lot to me. So, again, you know, everyone gets something out of the dynamic. So... If you get with someone and expect them to relocate, expect that they want to be collared. If you're not, unless you've already discussed it in advance, you know, don't expect them to relocate unless you collar them. Unless, you know, you talked about it in the beginning and they don't want to be collared, you're okay with not collaring, whatever. But, if you, but other than that, if you expect them, someone to relocate, and you don't expect to color them, guess what? You're only wasting your time and their time. So you definitely want to make sure that you discuss the importance of coloring. If that's not your thing, let that person know so they know where everyone stands. That's why I'm very upfront about stuff how I feel that's why I'm a big believer of lay everything out on the table that way there's no misunderstandings no miscommunication because throughout the relationship there's always going to be some type of miscommunication sometimes it's worse especially if you're long distance and you're texting excuse me and you're texting you know Texting doesn't show the emotion behind it. So there's a lot of miscommunication. There's a lot of miscommunication with me and my dad. We're long distance. So when there's a miscommunication going on and he feels I'm upset about something, he'll call me right away because he doesn't. And I don't want to answer the call because I'm hurt. I'm upset. And so I try to ignore the calls. But then he doesn't usually try to demand you know a lot of stuff from me so when he puts his foot down and tells me he doesn't care what I want answer the damn freaking call that's when I know that okay I I'm stepping on his toes now's not the time to upset my master I need to obey like the slave that I am 
an answer or I'm going to make this worse for myself. So I answer it. And, you know, and once we talk and everything, I'm by the end of the call, I'm happy. I'm, you know, I'm feeling loved and stuff like that. So it's a big difference. So, you know, that's why it's important to me that, you know, it, and it's not just me, anyone, you know, if you plan on asking someone to relocate or you reach out to someone that you know that they're willing to relocate because, and that's what you want, don't go that route if you don't plan on collaring them unless you tell them up front, listen, I want, eventually if things work out, I wouldn't mind you relocating to me, but just so you know, I'm not looking to collar anyone. I don't do collars. Are you willing to, you know, be okay with that? And stuff like that. Because, like I said, it's extremely important to lay everything out in the open. So that way, you, you would know if you both have the same end goals. You know, that's why people say, oh, don't give too much information. Yeah, don't give too much personal information. But... You still need to give them your, you know, enough information so they could see if it's, you know, if they should give this a try and whatnot. With me, you know, I want a long-term relationship. I'm willing to relocate for the right person. I want to be collared. Eventually, hopefully... You know, I wouldn't mind getting married with my master. But, again, you know, marriage isn't a necessary thing, I guess. Um, But, I wouldn't, you know, it would make me happy knowing that my master would want to marry me. So, he can own me in every way, including by law. I'm The law shows that I'm his and stuff like that. Yes, I know the whole, oh, you can't really own someone, da-da-da. Maybe not technically, but in my aspect, in my way of thinking, you can. So that's how I see it. Um, So, yeah. You know, so it's extremely important. And, but the whole collar thing, the whole nine yards, I expect that. I don't expect marriage, although I would love it. I don't expect it, um, and I'm okay if it doesn't happen. But in my deep in my mind, I'm, I'm thinking, I oh, I hope this week that he's willing to this and that. But that's not always the case. Like I said, you know, if I were to get involved with someone, like I'm mono, but if I were to get in someone with Polly and they're married, I understand that I can't marry him, obviously. But as long as I know he loves me and he's collaring me and this and that, I, I'll be okay with that too. But, um, you know, there are some circumstances I understand. Or if he just doesn't want to ever get married, that's excuse me. That's fine too. Just like with... You know, there's some people that don't want to get married. But then again, you say that now and then you meet the one person that you never thought would show up in your life. And you're like, you know what? 
I'm going to marry that person. There's just, I've never been one for marriage, but I want, I want to marry this person. So, like I always say, you never know what life has in store. It can get you by surprise. But the main important thing is um, throw everything out in the open. So that way, you know, if you both have the same end goal. You know, me is finding someone that wants to own me permanently. That wants to keep me. You know, that wants to collar me and this and that. And if our end goal isn't the same, then at least we could be like, well... We could try to make it work into something, you know, until we find someone we're meant to be with. Or we could just be like, no, I'm sorry, this isn't what I'm looking for. And you guys go your own separate ways. You know, so it varies, but at least you know where you stand. And you could decide if it's worth pursuing or not. So that's why, to me, it's extremely important to... You know, you don't have to give them too much personal information. But you do have to give them enough information to see if you guys have the same end goal. Like, if someone don't like kids and you're a single parent, you know, obviously your kids aren't involved in this lifestyle. They're young, you know, or even if they're of age, that's not the point. You know, that is your, this is your separate life. You know, and if someone don't like kids, they'll be like, no, I'm sorry, but it's not for me. You know, so you have to let them know some personal information, but not too personal. Like, you might tell them, listen, I have two kids. They are around this this age. Um, You know, if I relocate, they might have to relocate with me. Are you going to be okay with that? And if not, that's on them. Like with me, I have two daughters, both teenagers. One is of age. And we're still close. She still lives home. She goes to college. Um, if I were to relocate, it's possible that she might be coming with me too. Both of my daughters will be. And... I told my master, just so you know, because this was after like three months or five months after we made it um, official. And then I started thinking to myself, shit, what if he misunderstood me? So I talked to him and be like, listen, I think we might have jumped the gun here, but if I do relocate, just so you know, my kids might be coming with me. You know, my daughters might, even if they're in college, you know, they might come with me. And I didn't think, I don't think you're aware of that. And if you want to end it. And, and right then and there, he's like, no, 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 I expected as much. He goes, I understand. He goes, if you relocate, you know, he goes, that's why I'm trying to find a bigger place because... You, we're going to have your daughters and stuff like that. He goes, trust me, I I wouldn't expect anything less. And my parents are very, I'm very close to my parents. And I told him, would it be okay if in the summertime I bring my daughters back to, you know, 
where we, what state we live in, because he, he lives in a different state than I do, and I'm like, would it be okay, because they spend the weekend with them sometimes, or they go camping with them in the summer, and stuff like that, he's like, absolutely, I'm not gonna, just because you're relocating, I'm not gonna make you not participate with your family, he goes, yeah, you know, even we have to drive down and drop them off so they could stay for the summer or just for a couple weeks. That's fine too, or even just for a week. So he he was very understanding and accepting, and he was actually planning for that as well. So that meant a lot to me. So, like I said, so it's good that. You know, we discussed this so there wasn't no miscommunication because for a moment I thought there was and come to find out we were both on the same page, which is good. So now, um, as far as collaring when they are retired, like I said, when things don't work out there, you know, sometimes you do this, this and this. Um, every every individual is different. So how you retire those collars, you know, there's no one way of doing it. Um, I, I believe it it varies. It differs from person to person, from situation to situation. I have a friend, well, I consider her a sister. She, her and her dom broke up, you know, a while back. And um, she took off the collar and gave it to him. She was right there when, he was right there with her when she took it off. And said, you know, and she ended it and said, this isn't for her. He was upset, but he took the collar and accepted it and stuff like that. So, um, so some people, you know, like I said, individuals are different. Some gives it back like she did, and some keeps it, or who, you know, and some, they might end up selling it, you know, pawning it off. Um, like me, at one time I was under consideration from this master that was, Long distance was extremely far. He, I live in New York. He lives in California. You know, so major big difference compared to me and my master now, which is only eight hours away, give or take. But with the guy that had me under consideration, it was extremely far. You know, he collared me. Um, and some people don't collar you when you're under consideration. Some does. Um, this one actually did. He got me a collar. So, and it was the type that locked. So. And I still have that collar. Um, things obviously didn't work out. And when I got with my master now, you know, I asked him. 
I go, well, I, I still have my collar from my master. Well, from the guy who had me under consideration. And I asked him, what would he like me to do with it? Because I wasn't for sure. Do I mail it back to the guy? You know, do I just keep it and leave it in my closet? Or do I throw it out? And he told me just to put it up for right now. And he'll let me know what to do with it later on. He never got back to me with that. He probably forgot. Um, But yeah, so I still have it. It's in a box along with the card that the guy sent me. Everything he gave me that day is still in the box. Um, It's up on a shelf. I, I never, ever wear it because it's no longer hold it no longer holds uh what's the word I'm looking for um my mind just went blank the moment I heard my other cat cry um but it no longer holds the significant meaning behind it so if I were to wear it now it would just bring back memories of me in the sky it would just bring back you know and it would just feel like a necklace that feels awkward around my neck um you know I don't want to wear it I don't I don't even look at it I don't get tempted to open the box and look at it read the card look at the um the collar wish for things to um change and stuff like that no I just that's not my thing so it's still up in the you know it's still up in the box waiting to see what happens so I still have it I don't ever look at it um Because the way I see it is... And I don't even get tempted to look at it. Because the way I see it is that... It's in my past for a reason. You know... It belongs... In my past. It's... You know, because it's part of my past. So I don't... Look forward to looking at it. I don't get tempted. At times when I walk by, I see it's there... But I don't even like, I just, to me, it's just a box up there. It's, I don't like eye it for a while, not even a couple of minutes. It's just, it's just something picking up dust is how I see it. So, like I said, everyone, you know, they see collars differently and how to retire them and that's my thing, so, um, you know, so, and I would have planned to relocate with this guy, um, now, if I were to relocate with him, he was Polly, he was already married, and he had another say, his wife wasn't into the lifestyle, but she understood and accepted him, um, 
and supported him in his poly ways. So, um, but he also had this other slave and he, and I would have been his, um, third woman and his last. He he wasn't interested in finding anyone else. I would have been able to fulfill him, you know, the last part of him. But again, you know, if I were to relocate with him because he was married and this, I wouldn't have been able to move in with him. It would I wouldn't live on my own. He would have a key to my place, come whenever he wanted and stuff like that. Now if I were to re now obviously that didn't work out and stuff like that. Um but now with my master who I have now, if I were to relocate, you know, I offered to live separately. He wants no part of it. You know, he said if I were to relocate to him, it's so we could live together. And this and that. And that's what we would have done. So, right now everything's up in the air because of this obstacle. So, we will see how how we manage, how we do. So, my throat's starting to hurt. So, bear with me, please. So, yeah. So, collars... You know, I did talk about relocating, you know, the, you know, how important color is, um, you know, re- relocation involving colors, you know, and having the retire, excuse me, it's just, it's tough, so... You want to make sure that when you retire the collar, that you do it what's best for you. Um, speaking of, I'm probably going to talk to my master about has has he ever decided about the collar that I still have. Um, or he might not decide yet until he figures out what's happening with us. I mean, even if we did end things, um, you know, I'm still not going to, I'm still going to consider the color that I got from the other guy, you know, um, a color that's in retirement because I'm not ever planning on using it, you know, wearing it. It's, you know, it, like I said, it's in my past, so it's going to stay there. So, that's not going to change, but how I, what I do with the collar might. So, we shall see. Maybe I'll just leave it where it is, or throw it out, or let him decide. So, or he might have me contact the guy, ask them, listen, I still have your collar. Did you want me to mail it to you, or you want me to throw it out? You know, because it's not my thing. I I had it in the box all this time. You know, but being that you're the one who paid for the collar. You know, so he might have me do that. Or he might not want me to have any contact with the person whatsoever. So, we will play it by ear. So, well everyone, that's what happens, you know, when... 
you know, what happens to collars and where do they go when they are retired? So, again, everyone's different. So, where they go depends on you and how you want to handle it. So, there's no right or wrong way. It's it's not important how they retire. What's important is moving on from it and finding that one person eventually that's meant to call you permanently. Um, that doesn't mean go rushing out and trying to find whatever because I know for a fact if it doesn't work out with me and my master now that I'm going to just wait until I find someone that will want to color me. But I'm in no rush. I'm going to take my time because it's going to hurt regardless. But I would know it, it's for the best if he ends it. Um, and if he doesn't end it, I would know it must be for the best. This will make us stronger. So, I just wait his decision. So, but again, I still have my ex collar. And I will find out what he wants me to do with it. And I'll keep you guys posted on that. On what the outcome of that is as well. So, um, well everyone, thank you all for listening. My throat is on fire right now. I need a drink. So, if anyone has any questions or you want to reach out to me, please, by all means, reach me out on FET. If you don't know my FET, you can always email me, which is bdsmhaven101 at gmail.com. Again, it is bdsmhaven. Haven, H as in happy, A as in apple, V as in Victor, E as in elephant, N as in Nicholas, 101. I'm sorry, (laughs) 101 at gmail.com. Now, when I give my email, You know, after the whole BDSM Haven, the other three are numbers. That's why I used to say 101, but it's really 101. Just FYI, I know some people says they're the same, some don't, some they're confused, but which one is it? Stuff like that. So just to clarify, it is BDSM Haven one zero one at gmail dot com and again after the BDSM Haven it's three numbers. You don't spell it out, it's just numbers. You know one zero one. Not O N E or I would have spelled it. So it's the one zero one at gmail dot com. So again let me say it is B D S M 
Haven one zero one at gmail.com. Thank you all for listening. Please reach out to me for anything actually. Um I would love to hear you you know what you guys think, any inputs, um, any suggestions, I'm all ears. If you need to vent or just talk to someone. If you're shy, trust me, I get it. I'm extremely shy. The only reason why I'm not as shy anymore doing this because I'm getting comfortable with it. And you guys can't see me face to face. So <laughs> trust me, I'm still shy though. So again, reach out to me. Um, I would love to hear from you. I love you all. I love my fans. You guys are, you know, I'm very appreciative. Thank you all so much for coming in, listening to me. I am grateful. You know, if you have any questions or concerns, reach out to me again. Or if you need, just need someone to talk to, I'm here. So, thank you all for listening. Please be safe. I know there's major storms in some areas. Be safe. Be healthy. Um, Stay home if it's dangerous out there. Only go out if you must. Um, You know, you have loved ones. Give them a hug. Tell them you love them. Life's too short. So, be safe, everyone. Love you guys. Stay kinky. Stay happy. And I will talk to you guys later. Love you guys. Bye.